Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Hello, you wonderful people out there. Welcome to episode 130 of Hobby Addicts. I am jacked up today. My name's Mitsugi, and I am joined by two good, good buddies. We got Enzo hanging out in New York City. How are you, my friend? Hey, what's up, everyone? You know, I haven't done a Hobby Addicts in so long that I forgot that's what the intro sounded like. I'm so sorry. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Mandy hanging out in Cincinnati. How are you, Mandy? Hello, I'm okay. How is everyone else? I am literally vibrating with, with, the, with the sweet flow of caffeine. And, it's, and I'm not even done with my five hour energy yet. So, you know, <laughs> I just bought a seltzer that's flavored like coffee, and it was gross. And it has caffeine <laughs> in it, too. Oh, I was hoping you were、yeah, going to say it was good. It was bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. Oh, that's disappointing. It is. Well, and I hope that all of you listening from home are also jacked up on some kind of caffeine. I hope you're all feeling it. I hope you're feeling good. I hope you're having a, a good work day. Good. Hope you're having good times at the gym, whatever you're doing. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for supporting the podcast. We are here to, to give back and to make you feel happy today. So I hope that you enjoy hearing us talk about some of our、uh, nerdy adventures that we go through outside of anime. So,、mm. um, anybody have anything right off the top? I have, I have、uh, some horrific DD stories that I had to go through over the, over the weekend that didn't go my way. <laughs> All I did so far, my, my quick. What I did recently was I, did my, I redid my entire bedroom. I threw away all my furniture and built a whole bunch of new ones. I will be, I'll post pictures later. I'm really happy with the way it turned out. Now, I know you're a creative guy and you, just have, you seem to have these like random explosions of creativity, which I think is super cool. So, is that what happened? Did you wake up and you were like, I'm feeling creative? I'm going to make my room an、yeah. art piece of art. And I'm going to just like, did it. It, but yes, but in, in, a, in this case, it was a, in a destructive bad way because I woke up and I、like、was craving change and I didn't know what else to change and I just kind of threw everything in my bedroom out. <laughs> It's like a man, is, was that like a manic moment for you? It was like a very quick, a very quick, like, yeah, like I, I feel bad in a weird way. So I'm just going to empty out my drawers and throw that out. <laughs> so well,、I、you、did. know what they say? They say destruction breeds creation. But you know what? After I did that, I did. That's when like, you guys were texting me and I was like word vomiting like giant essays. It's because I was also. I, after, the, after that moment, I was in a spur of creativity for sure. You were hyped up for sure. I was. No doubt about I really、that. was. I was like, blah, 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 all, all over the place. <laughs> is, that, is that what word vomit sounds like? Yeah, it, to me, like, like, when you guys read my long messages, that's the sound I'm making. <laughs> With your fingers? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And how about you, Mandy? Did you have any、um, particularly nerdy based、uh, activities over the weekend? Over the nerdy? Week?、Um, <clears throat> my sister and I went and saw BTS live.、Wow. I don't know if that counts as nerdy. <laughs> well, okay,、oh. so we, what is BTS?、Uh, Korean pop boy band. Oh, boy. The K pop boy band. The, the, the K pop band. The K pop boy band. So, what?、Right、they、now. just like, where, where was that? Where this, was that in Cincinnati? No, we were in Chicago. Oh, okay. And、um, yeah, we went there for two days and saw them live.、Uh, it was insane. <laughs> There were so many. I've, <laughs> I've never been to a concert with so many people. <laughs> and、uh, 
between then and yesterday. Yesterday we went to the Renaissance Festival together. That's very nerdy. That's super <laughs> nerdy. I've never been to I've never been to a Ren Fair. Me neither, and I'm oh, sad yeah? about it. Yeah, we me always, too. We go to check out like because there's a lot of people there who sell like uh, crafts, like homemade stuff. Uh-huh. So we love going around looking at that stuff. But um, yeah, I, I there was actually a store there that was selling a bunch of D and D stuff. Now that we're on the topic of D and D, oh man, one of them had a bunch of books, or I mean, they was selling like the Critical Role book. Oh really? Oh, that's like the yeah. best okay, birthday so, present for Enzo ever. So to piggyback off that, <laughs> what I did also do this weekend is uh, the cast of Critical Role was here for New York Comic Con, uh-huh. and awesome. on Thursday night they held a live show at the United Palace in Harlem. That was the probably one of the coolest things I've ever gone to. Literally, just picture a gigantic theater, like a giant theater of like three thousand fucking nerds in it just like yelling their faces off for Dungeons and dragons it was awesome i haven't <laughs> i've not been that happy in a really long time that was a good that was a good night that sounds I, like potentially the nerdiest thing i've ever heard dude yeah i paid i paid i, I had a really good seat because i like they're not gonna come here again for a long time so i think i pay like maybe 150 dollars for a good seat and it was like it was totally worth it i don't regret any any of that well, when we went to the uh, Renaissance Festival, I wore my uh, Gilmore's Glorious Goods good. t-shirt, and I got so many compliments. So many people stopped me. I had one girl yell bidet at me. Of course. <laughs> bidet. bidet. It was great. I had so many compliments. Someone's like, oh, and someone's just started talking to me about Matt Mercer. It was great. My sister got so irritated. She's like, I wish people would stop talk- like stopping you to talk. So well, I'm like, I'm dude, sorry. It's, it's just literally, it's like the biggest cult I'm a part of. Honestly, <laughs> the second biggest being this podcast, our cult is growing more and more every day. It is like a cult, isn't it? Oh, yeah. A loving, addicted cult. That's right. Well, I had my own D&D adventure on Friday night, and I will say it may not have a happy ending. It was um, <laughs> I, a I'm learning experience. Hap- I want to know about this. Like, Can you like paint? So... Who did you play with? Why did you play? Where did you play? Dude, I'm going to paint play? the whole story for you. I'm going to lay it out yeah, like a storybook. Just get your drink out. Yeah. Get laid back. Because everyone that listens by now. By the way, guys, I, don't, I almost have a year on the podcast. It's crazy. One. Two. By now, because of that, people know I like D&D. Enough mm-hmm. to go watch uh, people play D&D live, right? Yeah. So I need to know in detail your experience okay. that you had. Because this is your first time playing, right? My very first campaign. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. So let me lay it out for you the best way I can. And since you know way more about this than me, feel free to ask all the questions because I'm, I'm the guy that doesn't understand like all the stats and stuff. So I'm always asking hundreds of questions. So yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we like to jump that, in. We as DMs like people that ask questions. You know. So I was playing a druid. I was a, I was a, I was a half half elf druid named druid. Estes. Druid, you went druid, Mitz? I went druid. I was I was a I was the the, the kind of, the kind of druid that will be turning into animals. And my the whole shtick with my druid was that I wanted to like not like in any functional way, but just like in a fun story way, have to retain one animal trait of whatever animal I had changed into. So if I turned into like a wolf, I'd come back with like wolf paws or something like that. So it was just something (laughs) for fun. Um, Female female half elf druid named Estes, which I named after the flasks from Dark Souls. Okay, (laughs) nice. And I had and then my the rest of my party was we I had a a. It was like a gnome, I guess. A gnome wizard. 
and a paladin and some kind of a dude that was ridiculously overpowered and he was like this he was like this guy who who plays D&D a lot and so he knows all this stuff no one else knows and so he picked this class that no one else even knew existed and it was like some turtle thing like a like a half like a walking oh, turtle man he's uh yeah that's funny i bet you he watches critical role cuz like the community recently built that turtle race as an npc for Matt Mercer and he used it in the campaign recently Okay, well, it's, he picked a monk, and it was way overpowered. He's doing, like, four yeah. times as much damage. His armor class he, was, like, 19. He might have just rolled. He might Like, did you roll your stats? Yeah. Yeah, he probably just got lucky. He might have got lucky. Anyway, yeah. so, so so that's what we were working with, right? So this was the second sort of mission that we went on, and we talked about the other... We, we talked about the other... I don't even know what you call it. Event, uh, campaign, quest, whatever you want to... However you want to phrase it. We're, we're about level three, okay, in this quest. Nice. Yeah, I like saying level three. And we were going to this, um, there's like this, this spread of undead is spreading throughout the land. And we are part of this city town sort of place where the, the sheriff of the town is hiring us to investigate these events. And at first we were sort of putting down different, just, just the little uprisings of undead that, that people had witnessed and popped up. But then, but now he's one, he wants us to try to find the cause of the undead. And mm-hmm. there was some suspicion that, there was that there's a wizard's tower that was located, I guess, not that far from the town where in the past people have been doing experiments on c- turning people into undead. And so he wanted us to investi- investigate the wizard tower, make sure nothing, else, nothing weird was going on there, and just to sort of try to find the root cause of all the spreading. And so we go to the wizard tower, and when we get there, we see a, we see a grave like an area that's been kind of excavated. And so we go over and we investigate the, gr- the, the area and you know we we do our um our investigation rolls or whatever you call it and we find this like little signet ring in the ground and we pocket that and and when as we do that all these like undead skeletons pop up so there's of so, so yeah. we end up fighting like eight it was like eight uh, eight eight undead skeletons um which descended very quickly upon me particularly because I was in the back and they came from behind and my character's really weak and doesn't have a great armor class it was like 12 right. or something because also because you're playing druid so you're, you're restricted to light armor right exactly and so i took i took about half my health and damage right off the bat from these two skeletons and that's relevant for later in the story and so i immediately casted like um bark skin in order yep. to like ray which raised my armor class to like 16 which you know was going to make it pretty difficult for me to actually get hit because they'd have to i would I only had like a 25% chance of even being of having even attack even connect at that point. And then of course cuz I don't really know what I'm doing, the paladin casted um turn undead. Turn undead and they all start running away. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, "Oh, well, I kind of wasted my bark skin because, you know, they're not really going to be attacking me anymore anyway." So, and then it becomes sort of like a hunt at that point and we're in the the wizards the wizard casts um uh, what was it? Fireball, f- not fireball, but like um, a flame orb or something, like some kind of a fireball orb that he can slide around the terrain and just pass it through enemies and do lots of damage. Of which I also had that spell, but I was trying to, I was trying to save my, my abilities at that point because mm-hmm. I had already wasted one of them. And then it was basically just a, an event of the the monk and the paladin just going hog wild on the on the enemies and just you know, especially the paladin. He was basically one hitting, one shotting everything. And we take down the skeletons, and we get to the the wizard's tower, which I guess a huge explosion had happened. Um, 
decades ago that blew like the whole top half of the tower off. And so like the tower used to be 60 or 80 feet tall, but it was down to about 30 feet because it had been partially destroyed. And we go into the we go into the tower, we do all the normal checks and balances on like, you know, is there undead in the tower? Is there other, do we sense magic? Uh, is there anything that's going to like pop out at us? Do we see any traps? You know, all these different things. And so we get inside and there's like a magic, some some sense of magic in the tower. And as we're like looking around, there's a an area that has like some shelving or some cupboards in it. And we investigate that. And the wizard is very good with magic, and he finds a bag of a bag of holding is what he found, which was going to be, which is very useful, I guess. I guess the DM one. Yeah, is that, that that's a you're, you have a very generous DM for giving you that so early. Yeah. So I guess he wanted us to. I have a feeling he's like he realizes that that a bunch of the people that are playing are are first timers, and he wants to make it like a fun, easy experience for everybody. Yeah, so, so he's not gonna restrict your inventory, basically. Yeah, so for people that don't know what a bag of holding is, it's like I guess my understanding is it's sort of like a bag that leads to another dimension where you can store possibly infinite amounts of items, so you don't have to worry about you know, how to how to carry these 45 shields that you just slayed, like a, like a whole army of skeletons, and you don't know how you can't carry all these shields, so you just stick them in your bag of holding. That way you can sell them later or something like that. Yep. So uh, it's, I, I described it as, of course, I described it as Dodaimon's uh, non-demo pocket, which they didn't get that reference. So, that, <laughs> so, then, I, so then I described it as nice Felix one, the... Mitz. I tried. And then I described nice it one, as, Fe, as Felix the Cat's magic bag of tricks, where he sure. can, like... that kind of works. And then they were like, I don't get what that is either. So I was like, God, hey, people. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't go outside. <laughs> this is why I don't deal with you. So then then the trouble came. So mm-hmm. then so we there was more magic to be had in the in the castle. And we found a deck of cards. <laughs> and Oh wait, well, hold on. You found a deck of cards. A deck of cards. That, oh my god, that we couldn't, is no fucking that we could, way. We couldn't draw the cards. Only the wizard could draw the card out of the no, deck. No, of course. You should be, he shouldn't. Oh my god. Okay, I can't sorry. believe you even put that in Wait, your campaign. But like, okay, I'm not, I don't want to assume <laughs> that this is what this is going to. So I want just what happened. All right, so we find out that it's this special item called the Deck of Many Things. Holy mm-hmm. shit, he did it to you. God Wow. <laughs> and so for people that don't know, the deck of many things, I guess, is hell? a it's a an item where you could you could at any particular time you wish, I suppose, draw a card Ooh. or any number of cards from this deck, and then the, the, the DM has like a number generator or something behind his little board and he generates a number which the, each number corresponds with a certain type of event that would happen. Right. And so so the wizard draws a card right off the bat. And much to my actual not delight, he drew some I had some card that made the whole floor covered with like precious valuable gemstones. Of which the total gold value of all of the gemstones was fifty thousand gold. Yeah, so that's the that's like more gold than most people ever get in a campaign. Yeah, so up until that point we had we had just sold and divided our loot amongst the party. And everybody had about thirty five gold at that point. Mm-hmm. Wow! And Holy so, crap! And so we went from having thirty-five gold a piece to tw- to twelve thousand gold a piece, and I'm like, I'm thinking, you know, my some of my favorite times in, in video games is when you don't have quite so much money, and you have to like, you know, Earn ration your money, and you kind of have fun deciding what you can and can't have, and it's kind of fun being the poor person because 
you have to like sort of st strategically choose what you can and can't buy. We had just passed on a longbow because the shopkeeper wanted 50 gold for it, and we were like, well, we don't even have 50 gold. And we got him down to 30 gold, and the guy's like, well, I don't want to spend all my gold on this longbow because I won't have any anymore. So all those problems were, were to be eliminated by the fact that all these gemstones appeared. So naturally, we stuffed them all in the bag of holding because we don't want to... We don't want to be walking around in broad daylight with, with, with a mountain of diamonds or whatever. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Right? And so mm -hmm. I'm sitting there like, hey, this is pretty interesting. And I'm kind of like the... I was cha I'm, I'm chaotic neutral, but my character clearly was leaning evil and very ornery. So I'm like, well, you know what? I want in on this shit. So I draw, so I draw a card. And I get an item called a... What was it? A, a visor. Which... I guess is a mm -hmm. is a I guess you can ask a question to the to through the to the world and it will answer any question that you ask it. So like for example, if you were in a dungeon and there was some really tremendous riddle or puzzle you were trying to solve, it would potentially give you the it would give you the answer to the to the riddle. Or okay. if you or if you needed to know any other piece of particular information in the game, you could be told anything you needed to know and that's my understanding of what the item is. And I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. So now I have like, and you can only ask one question, but it's like that's that's potentially worth a lot of worth a lot because information can be very valuable. Right. Then the shit happens. <laughs> so I draw another. Not surprised. I drew another fucking card. You drew another fucking card. I drew a second card. Well, I don't why know what you I guys got super lucky twice. Second card. Well, <laughs> let me tell you why. Because holy sh Mits Mitsugi. Let, let me you're, well, you're, well, you're a numbers guy, right? You're a numbers guy. Right? I am. But he didn't know well, what it was. Why would you? Well, because <laughs> I don't know anything. Oh, my God. I, I'm like, I have bark skin. I've got my party here. You know, what could happen? Right? What could happen, huh? So I draw a second card, right? Oh, my God. And what do you think I got? I don't know. Is it the one with the three demons got summoned? No. That, oh, is it? Is it the one? That sounds where, horrible, like, get, but that wasn't you it. Get, you get sucked the into void? the pandemonium. Was it the void? The, the pandemonium dimension. <laughs> Jesus God, That's no! But that sounds equally terrible. Is it? Oh, did you get three pandemonium? Wishes? Pandemonium dimension. Yeah, I think that's what it's. I'm pretty sure that's it. I haven't. Jesus. I haven't looked through the deck of many things in a long time, but I'm pretty sure you get sucked into pandemonium, which that is a like wild it's dimension. The yeah. void where your soul gets sent to another dimension. That and too. Then your party has to come and re rescue you. That sounds like some pretty badass shit. If I was like level forty. <laughs> you know, and yeah, could actually have yeah, a chance of surviving. That's like level um, twenty shit, yeah. No, so what happened was I got the skull. Oh, you you died. And the skull summons. No, a, it summons. A, yeah, sorry, an undead. It summons a spectral a uh, a spectral uh, entity that is pretty much bent on killing me. Oh it my has, god! It has it has to my to my recollection half of my half of whatever my ma my max health is, which was twenty eight. So he had fourteen health. He had an armor class of 20. Oh, and, my God. And if any of my party members try to help me, they instantly get summoned their own spectral mm -hmm. entity that they would also have to deal with. So naturally, everybody was like, well, F you. We're just going to let you die, including the paladin, which I'm like, the paladin would totally help me. Yeah, the paladin <laughs> should definitely have helped. But the paladin's player left the game. He had to leave. Uh, and so they didn't want to throw him into the fire because he wasn't there. I see. I see. So, um, I have to fight this this uh, entity, which I thought, you know, I have like a very small chance of killing this thing. That's what I thought, because it only has 14 health. Mm -hmm. and I'm thinking, I'm thinking. So the first thing I did was I tried to entangle it, 
I'm like, if I can entangle this guy, step back, cast my fireball, and pass that fireball through him and get a couple lucky rolls, maybe I can kill him. Um, what happened was he rolled a natural 20, so mm. the entangle did nice. nothing, did nothing to him. Of which he only really had, I had like a 50, I had more than a 50% chance of actually of actually entangling him, like completely for a turn. But, you know, natural 20 from on his part made it so I was screwed. And so he comes right up to me, whacks me, and despite my bark skin, he rolls um, w- way higher than he needed to to pass through my, pass through my armor. Then yeah. he rolls an 8 out of 8 on a D8. Of course. And a six out of eight on the other D eight and instantly killed me. <laughs> so I had and so I'm like, dude, you're like the dealer in Vegas. You have you rolled you rolled twenty out of twenty, eight out of eight, and then six out of eight, and just uh, completely obliterated me. And 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 um, basically I died like a dog in that in that yeah, castle. You died because because of ignorance, Mitsugi. I died with my face in the mud. There was no funeral. There was no burial. You know, they just, the, the, the specter disappeared, and my party, they just left me there to die. And I feel like my soul will probably haunt them forever because it was just a complete betrayal. And I, and I really feel hurt by that. Is it? <laughs> I'm really surprised he put that in your game. I am so, like, I'm so against that. There's so many cards in that deck that completely break an entire campaign. <laughs> like, if the Paladin had drawn, I can't remember which one it is, there's one that completely, like, switches your alignment so if you're good you're automatically evil or if you're evil you're automatically good which like completely breaks a character because <laughs> a paladin would be like oh shit i can't do anything now because i'm evil <laughs> well i i don't know how much it sounds like you guys might know a lot more than he does i don't really know how experienced that this particular friend of mine is with dungeons and dragons but i mm. mean based on what you're saying and i understand what you're saying and it's kind of like, to me, that card, that deck of cards is kind of like Jumanji. Like you can't really resist drawing oh, out of it, but you're, sure. go- but you're going to, and something, some chaos is going to unfold. And yeah. like, I feel like that's a. I had no shot at fighting that phantom, but if I had been level like 25, maybe I have a shot, and then I actually get to have like fun fighting it, you know, because I might survive. But at level three, I mean, what the hell? <laughs> I had no chance. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like when that when the Reaper and Persona comes after you, and he just kind of like you know. Lays for just it. sitting in the dungeon for too long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just comes and just wastes <laughs> your ass because you were because yeah. you went to the bathroom or something. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with Mandy though. Like it, it's an um like that's something that I don't even even if my party was level twenty, I still wouldn't put the deck in there because it just it could it's what she said. It's like it could easily unravel any. Plot, arc, villain, Especially momentum, advisor. hero that you built up. It would just ruins. It could just ruin it, all of it in one moment. So it's, it's just not worth it. How is it pronounced, vizier or vizier? I don't remember. But that one, like the one that you said, it solves any problem. Yeah. If a person asks, like, how do we solve this entire campaign? That completely destroys the entire point of the campaign. <laughs> Yeah, it's exactly. Like, okay, who is the actual e- evil mastermind? It's like, well, there you go. All of my uh, my entire story has been destroyed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't like it. It's, 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 it's like I, I kind of wonder if anything comes out of that deck of cards that isn't gonna break the game. Like you're either gonna get infinite money, infinite wisdom, or everyone dies. You know, it's like, there are some good ones, but the, they're mostly yeah, bad. I think like the best one is like the three wishes. You get three wishes, mm-hmm. which is insane. It's um, the star card. Oh, yeah. no, star uh, increases your 
abilities, I think. But um, yeah. So it's um, that's that's kind of oh, I can't I can't believe you put that in there. I mean, is is this a one shot or an ongoing campaign? You well, this was the second in? night. You know, we had gone on. This was the third quest we had done with the same characters. Oh my God, I skipped I skipped over the second quest, which is kind of interesting, but. The second quest involved um, a woman's family becoming undead, and she had them locked in the barn, and we had to kill her family. Whoa, and damn. She, w- she witnessed it, and we had to like take her back all hysterical and tied up. Um, Sounds like The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But um, So I think that he's probably going to invite me back to play again. Maybe they'll like invent, they'll let me build another character and find yeah, some you'll have to You'll have to roll up another character. But the question is... So if I did that, I would probably pick a bard because I kind of feel like I'd like to be the guy that kind of enhances everybody else. Yeah. Um, but the question is, do I want to get back in this campaign because is it gonna is it gonna be any fun now that we have infinite money? Like, you know, we're just gonna buy like four million health. Well, potions. you don't have infinite money. No, but the party, the rest of the party does, and they have all of my they have all of my dead character well, money. Well, what I, what <laughs> I would they say, keep pulling cards. Yeah. Well, what I would say <laughs> is that. And I don't know. Like, are these your friends or are these strangers on the internet? They're friends. Ugh, damn it! So that makes it more complicated. Because if they weren't friends, I would not go back to that campaign because it seems like, like I just wouldn't trust a DM that puts the, the deck of many things in like that. Not not for a long-standing campaign that could potentially go on for a long time. Because that 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 I would feel like there's I would feel like like at one point in the future whatever i try to build up in terms of drama or story like it like this dm could just potentially like ruin it by some dumb shit and i would just be like you know what i'm just this is not my style of dming like that i want to participate in as a player so i would walk away well, but they're your I friends mean, so fuck <laughs> i mean i get that you know i i think also i'm gonna be moving you know so um, that too I'm, gonna, I'm probably i'm most likely gonna used to going to be starting applying for jobs next week so i mean now, I could always call in or something and play with them like that, although it's not going to be nearly as fun because what we're doing is we're using, like, figures and stuff to have, like... Yeah, the, the, the fun way, the, the, good, the good way, in person, yeah. with paper yeah. and shit. Yeah, they, we have maps and, like, you know, little figures, and we have, like, um, if you attack them from behind, you get, like, extra damage or whatever. So it'll be really difficult for me to, like... Unless they do a video, which they might do a webcam or something. I could see that, but... but um, which Which would probably be just as fun, but... You're right. Like, um, if I jump in there, someone's just gonna draw another card and, and destroy everybody. <laughs> so, so that was how my character in my first D and D campaign died. The combination <laughs> of the DM being a little too uh, excitable, probably, and my and me being completely ignorant. I mean, the visor probably should have been enough. You know. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, yeah, it's probably. it's it's enough to pull a card and have it not be a bad one. That is enough. But I mean, for all I know, someone else will draw a card later and it will kill me anyway. <laughs> someone else oh, will draw sure. a card. It'd yeah. be yeah. really funny if you guys pulled the gem and then pulled oh, what was it right afterwards? Um Ruin, I think it is, where you the gem make gives you like a significant amount of wealth, and I think it was ruin that makes you lose all wealth. That would be hilarious. I would laugh my ass off. You know, I would have been okay with that because I didn't, like I said, I didn't like the idea that we had all this money because it it, it makes it, it makes so many things about the game completely pointless. Like, why would I bother yeah. looting? Why would I loot corpses? Why would I, 
why would I try to use persuasion on the sheriff to have him give me more gold? Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. there's no reason to do any of that because I already have more gold than I'll ever spend. So it just doesn't make it. I wouldn't even bother keeping track of the gold. It's basically infinite. So uh, I could probably bribe anybody in the game to do anything for me because I would be like, oh, you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, help me do something. Well, here's 500 gold. You know, and boom, they're gonna do it. So it just pretty much ruins everything, in my opinion. So I don't know. I probably won't. I'll probably have words with the DM, you know, and lay all that out because I think that you know, especially considering that I died. I think I have a case, but yeah, you'll, well, you'll have to discuss with him regardless because you will have to remake another character. So I guess feel him out when you when you do that because D and D is a long is like a like it's a lot of commitment because you know meeting first of all meeting making time to meet is a thing like it's a whole ordeal yeah. and then when you do meet it's like a four hour event so yeah and you, they if, seem if to you're have... sit there for four hours you gotta you got you gotta want to be there for four hours you know. And they also seem to have issues meeting during the during like the evenings. Like I would rather start at like eight o'clock and play till midnight, you know. And they want to, yeah. they want, and they want to start at like one thirty in the <coughs> afternoon. And I'm like, well, who does that? I have things to do. I have to like get my life done. But I'm not the things I needed to do when I was working. I do on Saturday at one o'clock. And I like, but now you want to play Dungeons and Dragons instead. So, <sighs> so, yeah. So that was how my character died, like a dog. It was a premature death at level three. So sad. Level three is so young. Yeah. So small. Yeah. So when I sent you guys that picture that I sent with like the giant monster that I picked out versus my tiny person, what was the first thought that you had? I don't even know. I saw this picture you're talking about. Did you see it, Mandy? I don't know if I did either. Now I'm looking through my text. It's probably Kazuo's fault because he's the only person using an Android. It's definitely. (laughs) I don't think you sent a picture at all, dude. I definitely did. I don't know. Let me stick this picture on the Discord for you real quick so you can see it. So, because I went over I went over and I picked the most menacing looking enemy I could find off of this table that had a whole bunch of uh you know enemies in it and I was like this looks like a pretty I don't even know what this enemy is. Like I don't know what monster this is. Uh, what day I'm, was this, dude? This was Friday night. I'm posting the picture right now. Oh, I see it. The one with the map? Yeah, the giant red thing. I just posted yeah. it in general. Giant red thing versus my tiny little druid. <laughs> so that's great. Yeah, Your little druid. Look at look yeah. at her, yeah. alive. He's it was alive at that point, but yeah. <clears throat> it's a, it's it's unfortunate. I I hope that you weren't like super 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 into the character because that's a bummer. I wasn't. I mean, I didn't really have time to be into the character. You know, I was yeah. the I, I was definitely evil. Like when we killed the little when we killed the woman's children. That were that had, that had become undead. Um, I scalped the children and took their scalps, and oh, and it was hilarious because the paladins like this goody two shoes, and so I rolled like a stealth roll, and I got like a seventeen, and so they're rolling to try to like see me doing this, and none of them rolled high enough to see me, and so Good. I had these like two, ch- but I'm like, hey, to the right person, two undead scalps could be very valuable. Not only are they undead, they're children undead. So these scalps could be very valuable to the right person. So I was like, I'm taking. How? I was like, I was like I'm taking these. <laughs> I'm taking these damn scalps. Hey, you don't know. Maybe there's a witch that's like, I need the scalps of undead children. Like, boom. How how, how hard is? Damn. It's not going to be easy so to dark. find undead children. Well, I mean, I was clearly being. I was clearly leaning evil. 
Yeah. Like when the one. <laughs> it's so funny because like this this is like definitely the RPG in you coming out because the D and me the D and D in me coming out in that situation, my thought process is like, cool, I could get these two scouts, but how am I gonna preserve and store them? Hmm. Well, they were definitely smelling because they kept it kept coming <laughs> up that there was a smell, and. Right. Um, and then when the woman came in and saw uh, and saw the paladin splitting open her son's head, the last the finishing blow, and she's like screaming and freaking out. My first in- instinct was to kill her, <laughs> to shut her up because she's gonna like go crazy. And they were like, no, 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 we can't do that. We have to just tie her up and then console her. So it's so weird that your campaign had a paladin and an evil character because I feel like that party would never work out. <laughs> well, I wasn't supposed yeah. to be evil. Because wouldn't the paladin be like compelled to kill you? <laughs> I wasn't. Sp- I wasn't supposed to be evil. I was supposed to be neutral. But I just kept oh, wanting okay. to do bad things. So the DM kept saying, "I'm gonna have to change your alignment if you keep being bad." So, <laughs> yeah. I also, but like I said, I also didn't like the turtle guy because he couldn't ever get hit. It was like he was invincible, basically. The turtle. The 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 turtle couldn't get hit. He had an armor class of like 18. So the odds of anybody even landing a hit on him were like 10. percent So it didn't make any sense to me at all that he was even in there. He was so overpowered. What class was he? He was a monk. So he was just like, mm. he was rolling. Monks are pretty brutal. <laughs> I mean, he's just like, roll. he rolled like 12 dice a turn. So I was actually yeah. getting kind of irritated because I'm sitting there, I roll one dice, and I rolled like, you know, if I roll like a, like a, a hit score or whatever, like an eight, the DM's like, oh, you miss. I'm like, okay, I missed. Yeah. And then the, I and think... the monks over there rolling like piles of dice, and I'm like, well, this is like not very fun for me because you knew all this shit and picked this character that was you know, obviously more powerful than everybody else combined. So I was already getting a little irritated with it, so maybe it's best that I died. If I remember correctly, I think turtles they have, like, a shell armor, yep. and it, like, boosts their armor, like, 13 plus their, like, constitution modifier, which is ridiculous. That plus being a monk. Yeah, because <laughs> as a monk, you also get unarmored defense. Yeah. So That's crazy. Yeah, so uh, it just... Yeah, that's a lot. Actually. I'm sure it was, like, you know, it's one of those guys that's just, like, gets way too excited when he draws like the best card in Magic the Gathering and makes everybody else feel bad. He's like, oh, <laughs> now I'm like, you know, it's, you know, like the, the elitist, I have all the knowledge guy who like sets up his character to be invincible while everybody else is just trying to like make, get by. So I don't know. I was kind of annoyed by that, but yeah. so maybe it's best that I died. I think, you, I, I think they can even go inside their shell too. That's like, they're like unbeatable. <laughs> That's crazy. I think it would have been better if I had been playing with you guys because I think it would have been a lot more fun. You guys would have had, you guys would have made a better, like more balanced game. And I definitely, yeah, mine, mine, like I, I don't like magic items. Like lol, like, you're not gonna see a magic item to like level five. Like I don't even, I don't do that too much. It's too much. It's too much. I mean, I was happy not having magic items at all. I thought it was enough that I could cast Bark Skin. I was like, this is pretty cool. And I and I was actually enjoying the mechanics of the game. Like, it was a lot more enjoyable than I thought. Because my thought of D&D was that it was just going to be all this stuff where you just kind of make everything up in your head. But the fact that there's like a playing, like a, like a game board with a, you know, with a maybe, maybe the DM makes maps and you have little characters that you can like strategically move around and... It was a lot more fun than I than I had expected. So I, I would be open to playing again, even though I died very quickly. I think I'd be open to playing the game again. I don't know if I'll play with these same people, but but I would but I would play again. Also, um, Mandy, we talked about having you and Kazo join that campaign, which I'm guessing you don't want to do anymore. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure they were kind of like it, it seemed to fill up pretty quick. Like they found like three people out of nowhere. So mm. yeah, so That's cool. don't worry about that. <laughs> 
So I don't know. This might be the last episode of Mitsugi's D&D Adventures for quite some time because now I have nothing to play. <laughs> <laughs> it was short-lived. We could start our fun. own. We could start our own, and I would definitely play with you guys. I think that, I mean, I, it was fun enough that I would definitely play again. So I, w- I wouldn't call it a bad experience. And I think that that alone was a victory because I took something before that I thought potentially was going to be dumb into something that I realized actually is pretty fun. So I think I, I, think I enjoyed it. All right, well, shall we wrap it up here, guys? I don't have much Let's more to say about it. it. All right, well, Let's I hope you guys it. enjoyed hearing our, our talk about Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, maybe you, if you're, if you're a player at home that already is experienced, you, I hope that you enjoyed listening to my, my ridiculous tales of being an utter noob. And <laughs> if, you, if you haven't played Dungeons & Dragons before, maybe you uh, were, you know, are a little inspired to give it a try if you ever are offered the opportunity to do so. So you never know. Just fun all around. They've been, play- they've been playing this game for decades, so there must be a reason. And we'll see you guys next time on Hobby Addicts. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you to Mandy and Enzo for knowing so much about, about the subject and <laughs> being little DMs all on your, your own. And we'll see you guys next, next week on Hobby Addicts. Take care. Bye-bye.